0: Welcome back to Rural Queensland today. Let's start this Monday morning with the Member for Nanango, Shadow Minister for Water and Construction of Dam, Shadow Minister for Regional Development and Manufacturing, Deb Frecklington, joining us this morning on this Monday morning. Deb, good morning. Thanks so much for giving us some time on this Monday good morning.
1: morning listen. Good morning, listeners. Good morning,
0: Dobby. Yeah, obviously last week was just treacherous in Parliament, but what we saw was a government that will absolutely refuse to answer questions when asked just will duck and weave and dodge we saw legislation get rolled through quickly i'm going to talk about that shortly but then off the back of that we saw and i'm not begrudging anybody a break please don't get this wrong but she flies overseas the premier for 2 weeks and we don't even know where she is that the, the her People in her office refusing to give the location or destination of where she goes. The irresponsibility that's come out of this Labor government over the last month, over the last two years, over the last seven years is almost embarrassing. But it's hit an all-time low, Deb. And I don't like being a dramatist. I don't like you know dramatizing at all and making out. But last week gave us all an indication of what world we are living in under a Labor Party.
1: Well, look, this is a Labor Party that has lurched from crisis to crisis. I mean, it is completely in chaos. Uh, the scenes that we're confronting in the Queensland Parliament last week were just, quite frankly, gobsmacking. I mean, we know that this is the same Palaszczuk government that rushed through you know, the voting rules and changed them with that 18 minutes notice. But I think it reached an all-time low last, um, last sitting when the government you know, brought in those new um, laws. So there was a bill before the house that was actually nothing to do with youth crime or any sort of um, juvenile justice issues. Uh, And there was amendments laid on the table of the house, which means they were brought in and debated straight away. They gave the opposition only about 20 minutes to um, debate those amendments. It was absolutely incredible. And I mean, it's, It's a strange day in Queensland Parliament when the Greens, the LNP, the crossbenchers, everyone are all together up in arms um, against the Palaszczuk government because of the abuse of process. I mean, this is a government that doesn't care anymore what the duly elected people of the parliament um, are there to do, their job. Whether they're on the opposition, it shouldn't matter to the government. They're still duly elected to do their job. And yet, this is a government that just doesn't care. They just rammed through these Pieces of legislation the yeah. amendments were bigger than the bill itself it wow. was really quite gobsmacking
0: so where this must have been in the pipeline or was this done on the fly last week with the heat like i, I question well, and I'm, I'm going to talk about it uh, in an editorial very shortly but uh, were these kind of processes to me it looks like they've had them there waiting knowing full well, so it's meditated. And then in the last minute, they just do it. They bulldoze over if the heat gets too hard.
1: Well, a great example is, I mean, there's many bills that are sitting on the, the table, meaning, you know, ready to be debated. There's a water bill, um, whilst it's, you know, not got much in it, but still it's sitting there. It keeps getting delayed because the government can't, can't get their processes right. I mean, this is... Um, has to be premeditated because it takes quite a bit, a bit to get that amount of amendments to a bill. Um, but the, the point of it is, is it hasn't, we don't have a upper house in Queensland. No. So we have a committee system. So all of these amendments didn't even go through the committee system. No one in the community got a chance to see them, review them or have a clue about them. So, I mean, it's just a government that doesn't consult. We know that. It never has. It you know, leads by media release. Uh, and goes from crisis to crisis. And, and that's why it's in such a chaos at the moment. And it, in fact, it was actually quite embarrassing for the premier, quite frankly, to be so arrogant, um, in the face of so much criticism. And she just, you know, sat there and let it all happen and has yeah. now gone off on holidays. I mean, no wonder there is leadership speculation around her position. I mean, the backbench was sitting in the chamber, you know, their gobs were, you know, on their chin, uh, chest like they would gobsmack. They hadn't even heard about um, all of these amendments. So, you know, when a government has completely lost its way, doesn't even talk to their own backbench, um, you know, you've got a real problem.
0: Yeah, and the numbers will be starting to, to mount up. I don't know if Stephen Miles is a better. Can we talk about the cost blowouts? This is the really concerning thing for me, Deb. The cross-city rail, the GABA, the continual... Absolute the trains. Like I mean Mark Bailey he's in a mess. It is unheard of this cost blowout. Like I cannot even begin to talk about how bad this is.
1: Yeah, look, it's it is terrible. So what this is the um, it's actually not only the two point four or two point seven apologies that I've got that figure slightly missed up, yeah. but um, you know, that's the blowout, the increase in what it's cost. But they actually lied about it. They knew that it was going to blow out by that, and they've actually, you know, changed the media release. Um, and you know, both the premier's office and the transport minister's office was complicit in that. They knew that the, um, it had blown out by two point four billion dollars, and they they changed the media release back to the original cost, which was four point five billion. Now, for anyone listening, these are huge figures. They could build. Dozens of <laughs> hundreds of roads, you know, dozens of bridges. This is you know why are, are mean, they blowing still- out?
0: What, what what is causing it? Is it the unions? Tell me what what like is it the efficiencies, well, is, is it they were never quoted on properly? I understand in the building world at the moment um um materials go up. So we, we we've got to give a little bit of leeway with that. But at that kind of money doubt. with that kind of money, that is unacceptable. Unacceptable.
1: Yeah. Without a doubt, the cost of materials has gone up. The cost of contractors has gone up. And we know that, you know, for anyone that is even just building a house, it, that has definitely gone up. But there is no way that a government should have a blowout to this extent. Um, this is a huge blowout. Every single government project has never come in on time and on budget under the Palaszczuk government. And, that, and that's what we're, we're saying. It, it's just, you know, this is a minister that has actually said in public at a press conference, any person that says a bud, uh, a project can come in, um, you know, under budget is yeah. a BS artist. I mean, yeah. this this is their attitude. But yes, there is um, a huge union influence, which is apparently increasing the cost of these projects as well. Um, but, but basically then it comes down to the fact that this is a government that has never been able to manage projects. They've got no experience in it and that's why these projects blow out. But disappointingly, they don't seem to care about that. To them, it just seems like paper money and they flitted it away. Uh, and that's where the real concern is. We've now seen another um, massive cover-up of around $780 million worth of road projects that have just disappeared into the abyss. They were sitting on the Q-trip and that is the, you know, the program of works that goes out into the future. Um, all of those projects, 780 million, have just disappeared off that off that list. I've got a great example of one that if built would actually have a wonderful practical outcome, the GS bond bridge um, between, you know, Proston and, and King Roy there. That bridge needs to be done to make it a B double compliant bridge so we can you know, um, trucks don't have to uncouple. So, I mean, this is, you know, it's a practical, um and there's a reason why we've been advocating for it for years and years. And we were so excited when the government announced that $36 million bridge. Oh, Ben, I think probably four or five budgets ago. Um, and we gave them the credit for it. We said, how good is that? We're getting the bridge done. Um, but now it's just quietly disappeared off the off for forward planning. And that's the outcome of the government's blowouts, and that is why we're always going on about it—that um, it's not good enough. You know, the money's got to come from somewhere, and unfortunately, it's being ripped out of our rural and regional roads. And and your listeners will know, because most
0: of them will be driving on one of them. And that's the thing—they um, don't care about it, Deb. They, they actually yep. don't care about it. Our guest this morning is Deb Frecklington, uh, the member for Nanango. She joins us this morning. We're going to take a break. You're with Ben Dobbin on Rural Queensland today.